No. <laughs> but you can take out a home equity line of credit against it if you want. Yeah. I know you can. I know. And then buy an, and then purchase a new home. That's right. Yeah. Got to spend money to make money. That's there right. you go. Welcome back to Last Man's Opinion. I'm your host, Tim McGraw. With me tonight is Dan Merrer, producer Roland Marielli, and Rich Cagle. Tonight's show, Dan fixes his landscaping dilemma. Roland's got some drama. We got some basketball news. And De La Cruz is revitalizing baseball. But Dan, let's start with the important stuff. Your backyard. How's it looking? Uh, it's uh, coming along. Uh, so I believe, uh, a quick recap, Tommy, I believe uh, most most remember um, it was a barren wasteland for really since we moved in. Uh, previous people put, you know, they, they built their own like homemade sandbox and they literally built themselves a homemade pool and it was like, they threw like rocks and sand and all this shit in the, in the yard to like level it. So yeah. We could not grow grass in like 75% of the yard. So maybe six weeks ago, two months ago, uh, we did some research and we discovered that clovers, uh, clover grass is a potential option for lawns that are difficult to grow stuff. So Listeners um, of the pod may remember. <laughs> <laughs> Folks may remember. I, I put a bunch out um, and... We tried, uh, we tried it for a couple weeks and nothing was growing. We got a couple little seedlings and we deemed it a, a failure. And um, I don't know if I mentioned this part on the pod. I know I mentioned it to you guys, but uh, uh, I called up the company. I wrote, wrote them an email, actually, basically saying yeah. hey, it didn't work. Didn't work. Um, and so they gave me a full refund. <laughs> so, so the company didn't say, hey, you got to wait longer than a week. No. It was two weeks. It was two weeks. Uh, Don't they advertise like a certain period of time? Yeah, yeah. Like like you'll start seeing stuff in seven to ten days or something like that. Uh, And we really weren't seeing anything. What we were seeing, I was like, this isn't what I was expecting. Um, And so, um, so yeah, I sent him an email saying, hey, listen, we've got basically nothing growing. Um, (laughs) I don't think it's working. And they're like, oh, you know. No worries. Why not keep our customers happy and satisfied? And they sent me a refund. Nice. Yeah. Better now, leave them a good review somewhere. What was that? Better leave them a good review somewhere. Um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll you're see. not going oh. to. So, <laughs> no, so, I, don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't leave reviews. I don't, good or bad, I don't leave reviews. It's not my style. So, so now you're going to call them up again and say, yep, hey. Order another bag. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we were away last week uh, for vacation, and it's been raining uh, uh, unseasonably a lot here in Massachusetts. Yeah. And then, you know, I got back, and, like, there's still weeds, and, like, stuff was overgrown, and I was like, oh, shit, I got to cut the grass. So I cut the grass on Sunday, and then I finished, and I looked around, and I was like, holy shit. I was like, there is a 
nearly half the yard, which is only all we did. We only did half the yard uh, just to see if it worked. Was covered in clover. You know what that means, right? That you weren't watering it enough. Yep. You're the problem. Yeah. Yeah, no. no, that was the problem. Yeah, no, clearly we were <laughs> ordering it enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that was obviously the the problem. But like, we got we've gotten so much rain. Like, it is, uh, like I was walking through it. I was like, I was like, I can't believe this. It looks like an actual lawn. And so I, now we have to buy right, another I, bag. I love how Dan always like tells us stories about everything, but never shares any pictures with us. Like, unless we like yeah, demand yeah. it. I know, nope. I know. I should, I should, I should. I'll take a picture tomorrow. Um. <laughs> uh, Oh yeah, it's like uh, like not, there are still uh, you know dead patches, but whatever. I'm not you know I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be too nitpicky. Um, they they dig be refunds. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you got a refund and you got what they advertised. Yeah, and it worked. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, so yes, yeah, so now we're gonna buy another bag and do the other half of the yard. You should probably um, call call a different company and get a refund from that because these guys aren't <laughs> going to give you another refund. No, no, they're not. Although I don't imagine think if Dan seeds his entire lawn for free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, big, big news. Yeah, I because uh, I was like, I was like, this is definitely better than it was before we left. And then, like, Elisa came home today from uh, the Cape because I told her I was like, I was like, I think. I was like, I think it worked. And then she like went outside this afternoon. She's like, oh wow, she's like, this is like an actual yard now. So big, big to do. Uh, so so not only did it did uh, it finally get water, which you probably yeah. were reluctant reluctant to give it to. Uh, it also <laughs> yeah, probably on that. Yeah. What what did you do with the dog? Was the dog home or did you take the dog with you? Yeah. So that was the other thing. The dog was away for about a week. Yeah. So, so I'm sure that go. helped. Yep. What do you do with the dog when you go to the Cape, by the way? Uh, so the Cape, we take the dog. Oh, okay. All right. Because it's my mother-in-law's house, so it's, and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. an hour. It's not that far of a drive. It's like an hour and a half. So we take the dog. You know, we, we bring his equipment. We have to take two cars down. That's the only thing because all of his shit doesn't fit in one car. Yep. Uh, and I have to leave early. Uh, but we're going to North Carolina next week, and that, the dog is being boarded. Nice. Yep. Expensive. Yep. Uh, fuck yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like a whole separate vacation. Yeah, <laughs> I know. My uh, my sister does that with the her dog, and I'm just like, yep, that's why we were telling you not to get a dog. Oh yeah, it's is ridiculously it like fifty bucks a night, or um, uh, it. I mean, it comes out to be around that because it's like you get a standard room, but then you have like add-ons, and then they're like, oh, it's summer, so we have to we have the summer fee. Um, and then, you know, we, like, they just do the bare minimum. So, like, if you want to have, like, any extra walks, you have to pay, <laughs> pay for it. So, like, uh, so, yeah, by the end, it probably comes up to about 50 bucks a day. Two walks a week is good, right? <laughs> yeah. He can just, he can just, he can just stay in his, like, little square box, right? Um. We boarded so, our yeah. cat once. Never again. Yeah. I think my, I think my sister pays more than, uh, more than that. I think it might be more than fifty bucks a day. I, yeah, like I'm trying to think. I think significantly more than that, like maybe double. Yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I really? think it might be more than that too. Yeah, yeah. My so, in-laws only pay twenty-five bucks a day in Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. In uh, Queens, I think uh, she's only got 
a couple of options and um yeah i think she pays uh quite a bit yeah i want to say we're leaving them yeah so probably is more so we also get him groomed too so that's obviously another extra fee um while he's there so like before he comes home we have uh, uh they have like grooming options so before he comes home we'll pay for make that so that's nice. like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. make him smell yeah, nice get, cut his nails get, get that get that other dog <laughs> piss off of him <laughs> Uh, so like that's another fee, and then like the a busy dog is like a, a you know it's like all oh, this fucking thing, and then like yeah. it's the summer, so it's like oh well every day he, because the summer's uh you know like it's like holiday weekends the summer I mean I, honestly like the fucking bonus price should just be the regular price because there's so many like it's weekends yeah. holiday weekends summer yeah. it's like well, when isn't there the bonus charge? between eight and twelve yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, Monday through Thursday, March fifth to March fifth, March eighth. Like, I mean, what is like the regular charge? It's so stupid. Yeah. So, so yeah, so he's um, he's going away for about ten days, eleven days. Very good, very good. Um, Roland, is your family drama uh, quick, or should we wait until the end? Nah, wait until the end. It's long. Uh, all right. Oh, it's a long right. family drama. Yeah, oh, it's, it's a long, long family drama. I have to give you all the backstory. Ooh, All right, let's, uh, Love it. let's let's make our way over to the hardwood court then. Uh, uh, Roland, dribbling, dri- dribbling, and yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Richie, you're up. Your boy, B-ball Paul. B-ball Paul. Hell yeah! Sixers fans are rejoicing. Everyone thought they were gonna have a miserable off season, but just resigning him has changed everyone's outlook. Against all yeah. odds. Yeah, no, nobody oh, thought uh, it was going to happen. Might might have been an overpay, right? Might have been an overpay. Uh, I think it's definitely an overpay now. I don't. I I don't think so. It's not by too much, though, right? I mean, like well, I said, three years. It was three years, isn't it? A three-year contract. Yeah, you know, like I said, iHeart gets paid eight million a year. So I mean, I feel like they're they're different players, obviously, but uh, yeah. You know, I think they're both just as productive as each other on good days. Well, people, Paul doesn't play much. Well, he will this year. Guarantee it. Oh, guarantee it. I mean, so you're not going to pay him eight million years. Eight million yeah, years. No, I only pay him. I only play him nine minutes a game. He's getting eighteen so, twenty this, this so year. So no, no. Uh, I thought part of the concern with the with the salary. Uh, was that it's go- it was going to push Philly into the luxury tax? Is was that is that right? Well, I thought there was some concern that's, that's, with where they where they were going, but well, people thought they were going to go into it anyway because well, the expectation for the offseason was that they were going to sign re-sign either Bebo Paul, Jalen McDaniels, or Yang. One of those they, three, and, and they didn't sign the first. They didn't sign the other two guys, right? So any of them, if they signed any of them. It, it would put them in the in the uh, in the luxury tax. So, you know, I wasn't. I, I think everyone overhyped the way Danny Ainge played it because one, they were going to be in the luxury tax anyway, unless they didn't resign anybody. And yeah, and the fans were going to be livid. The fans were livid because it, it looked like that's what was going to happen. And then the other thing was, I, I, well, I think I think on the Danny Ainge piece, I think people enjoyed. I mean, the the stipulations he put it in there were specific to the six it wasn't just like um, oh here's his good salary i mean it was basically like it's a one-year deal for us it's a three-year deal for you guys right so so you know i, I guess it's more funny than like 
really legit because it was funny. It was because it was specific, but like yeah, it was specific. Yeah, it was basically oh. like you guys get screwed way more than we do. Right, but they don't even get screwed. The the the, the so called screwing is that the Sixers have to guarantee his following years, but. Like every, all the fans wanted them to sign Ewell yeah, yeah. Hall for four years, so like, you know, like nobody saw that as like a down. For Sixers fans, didn't see that as a yeah. downside to begin with because we wanted a long term deal. Yeah. So it was just confusing, but anyway, it's, it will be good to see. You know, we talk a lot about uh, you know like players on the Knicks that are potentially going to improve over time, but we really don't talk about that with the Sixers at all. We just talk about you know main players and. How they suck. It's uh B ball falls, you know, he he especially under Nick Nurse, he he fits like a Nick Nurse profile type player. Yeah, you know? I can see that. So but now now with the luxury tax so I mean I guess it doesn't really matter for Philly, but they can't sign any free agents, right? That's basically uh they can use where they're at. The, the mid level exception, I believe, which they can sign someone for like, I don't know, five to eight million or something, five to eleven million, something like that. Yeah, but it's the tax. If they're in the taxpayers' mid level, it's less than if they weren't. I know that. It's there's, like there's, half. There's, there's different exceptions. There's different levels. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, the I'm taxpayers' not... mid level is maybe like five or six, and the full mid level is like 12 or something. Like right. Something like that. So they probably get the five or six. So, so they yeah. can sign another player. They can, but yeah, they can't compete to. Uh, but I mean, there's really, who else are they going to sign? Yeah. I mean, um, right, right now, you're, there's no. I don't know. Are there any starters out there left there for ages? Or are they all bench guys? Um, Christian Wood. Yeah, he doesn't make sense on the Sixers, though. No, he doesn't. Yeah, but <laughs> he's probably the best name available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's Lakers are probably going to get him. Yeah, I know Lakers are <laughs> get him. Um, but yeah, that's probably the the only other player. I mean, the Knicks probably could make a swing at him. We need. So, um, so your other option is uh, is the trade game and and. Uh... I think Dan, you got a solution for uh, the trade. <laughs> my my uh, my what what are you uh, you got some trade game you want to tell us about? Dan, oh, my trade game. Wheeling and dealing tonight. He is wheeling and dealing. <laughs> yeah, we could we could do my we could do my trade game. You want to do it now, Rich? Let's do it. All oh, right. Ex- explain what it is. <laughs> okay, so I have it for the I have it for the Knicks and for the Sixers. You want to do the Sixers first because since we're talking about them. Sure, and then yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So it's a little different for the Sixers because I don't really know what the, the goal is. But I would say, <laughs> I, so so I came up with three potential James Harden trades. So I was basically on, on the trade machine, you know, last couple of days coming up with. You're trades. always you're always on the trade machine. <laughs> I am I am always on the trade machine. But this time I had a specific goal with this podcast of mine. Now, I wasn't just dicking around. I was like, all right, let's let's focus on make some some realistic trades. So I have three trades for the Sixers uh, for Harden. You let me know if you think um, which one you think may be the best, which one you would do, and then if any of them would keep them as a top three team in the East. Well, I already think they're right there. You mean I think they're right there right now, assuming Harden comes back. Yeah, assuming Harden comes back. I'm assuming, and, I'm and, assuming they're going to have and, to trade him. And, and if he's not cranky coming back, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like if he's not going to be fat Harden. Yeah, I, I will say this thing, one thing, and we won't spend time on it, but he does have a pretty big season. It's pretty important because he's going to be a free agent next year. He's 34. Like, if yeah. if he sits well, out or has a terrible year, like, he's going to lose a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, he's basically, he's basically trying to – 
but that's what he's doing this year. Is he's basically trying to get traded and sign the extension this offseason so he doesn't have to play another year. Together. Right, right, but yeah, so risky. But anyway, go going with the trades. But I, I'm I'm going under the assumption that I feel like Philly is going to trade him because I saw again today that he's his mind hasn't changed that he wants to be traded. Right, right. Um. All right. Trade number one: James Harden and Corkmans. Yeah. For uh, for uh, Dame Lillard. I mean, Trade what else one. is what else is Philly giving up? Um, they'd have to probably give up a pick. Maybe yeah, two. two a couple, couple picks, I think. Yeah, I probably two. Yeah, I, I would say two. Two picks. I thought this picks. was approved I mean, by the trade machine. It is approved by the trade. Well, well that, that is approved by the trade, but 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 the picks wouldn't be. But uh, Trailblazers again raped if that was like a straight up trade. Like I, get, I, get, I thought get, the they, trade machine was supposed to balance it to make sure it wasn't like they no, just do money. Yeah, just oh, salaries. salaries. Yeah, just salaries. Oh, okay. so they'd have to give up a couple picks. But if you're so, I mean, the the, the meat of the deal is hard, and and and, and because I mean, the, my so the only other team that and is Miami, and so you're basically if you can convince Dame to come to Philly, I mean, Miami's deal is what Hero, Kyle Lowry, and a first round pick. I mean, I'd rather have Hero than Harden or Korkmaz if. You know, like, but six, you know, depends what the picks comparison is. Well, they, Miami only has one pick they can give up. Oh, really? That's it? Yeah, that's it. So I don't know how many Philly has, but if they have like three. Roland, you're muted, I think. Yeah. I yeah. Re- what? I wasn't saying anything. Oh, well, you're on a little yeah, he delay. Wasn't, he so. was muted on purpose. <laughs> so, okay. So who says no? So you think, you think Portland says no? I think I... I would say no if I was Portland. Okay. So that was out. Number I mean, if two. I was, if I was the Sixers, I'd probably say yes. We, if it was me, I don't want to do it. If it's you, you don't do it. If you So if it's you, you you want to keep Harden or you just don't want Dave? I want to keep Harden on a one-year deal because then next year you kind of get to reset with everything in theory. You know, mm. you get Harden and Harris off the books and then you build around Maxi and Embiid. And yeah, yeah. You can kind but of pick... Can, you can potentially throw this season away, though, if 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 he becomes exactly. Fat Harden, right? Exactly. And, and, and I will say, Fat Harden has done this twice now, where he's basically like, "I'm not playing." He puts on about 200 pounds, and he becomes unplayable. Right, but this, this like he did, he didn't use any, I know it's later in his career, so it's like, yeah. yeah. But he he can't do that. Like, I mean, we we say he can't do that, or I say he can't do that. I mean. He could, but I think he'd be tanking his next year's contract if he did that. Maybe, but I don't know. I look at like like look at Kyrie. Kyrie's a fucking psychopath. He just got what thirty million dollars a year for like three years. Yeah, but no one's no one's worried. Ever. No one's worried about his health or anything. Like Harden's like an old health risk, kind of. Would you rather have Harden or Kyrie for th- for the next three years? Uh, it's close. Um, right, you have to pick like, Harden, right? No, if, if I'm if I wanted a team to win, like if I'm I'm gonna pretend it's a team not the Sixers because I can't like get behind mm-hmm. either one. So let's say if it was yeah, the yeah. Mavs, the Mavs had the yeah. choice between Kyrie uh, and Harden. I would want Kyrie, Kyrie because I just feel like I'd rather I don't know if I'm giving he doesn't have a mental breakdown. I feel like a mental breakdown for Kyrie is like almost a given. Then the way he lasts more than eighteen months without having a mental breakdown. Yeah. 
that's, but that's I, I, I think I think it's close. Well, my my point being, I think it's close. And Kyrie got thirty yeah. million, so like, I think. All right, trade two. You ready? Yep. Harden and Corkmans. I, I I'm giving Corkmans in a lot of these deals because, um, he kind of has man. like that salary re- that, yeah, that, that like, like they don't have a lot. They have a lot of like you're not trading. He he's not trading Maxi, and like you don't have a lot of other tradable assets on the team yep. that that make like enough money. So Harden and Corkmans for you're gonna hate this trade. <laughs> for Norman Powell, uh, Batum and Terrence Mann. And he goes to the Clippers. I would do that one. Would you do that one? That one's not a bet. I like Terrence Mann. Yeah. I, I you know, I haven't seen a ton of him, but I've seen like a few games where he intrigues me and so you know, his his age obviously is ideal and is a age is ideal, and Powell's a solid player too. So, yeah. who says no? Then, do you think both teams say both teams seriously thinking about it? Uh, I, I would. I mean, I I think the Sixers would do that deal. I think Clippers are going to hold off because I think they're they going like to man. No, I think they're just. I I think the league recognizes that the market for Harden kind of doesn't exist right now, so. I think every team should have the leverage over the Sixers. If I was a GM, like I, I would demand to get Harden for very little. You think that's? See, I feel like that's a reasonable trade. Who, who's too? I mean, man, pal. So, so you think the Clippers would be the one that says no on this trade? Yeah, just because of man. Now, um, last trade. This one's this one's a little out there. <laughs> uh, James Harden, just Harden this time, for Tyler Hero and Caleb Martin. Let's say Miami can't get Dame because Miami clearly wants to get Dame. But let's say it doesn't work because what? Definitely no. No for Philly or for Miami? Sixers don't do it. Why? Uh, Because they don't want Hero's contract. Three years, 27 million? Yeah, Sixers want that cap space next year. You think they want that? They want cap space next year. Yeah, definitely. Unless they're getting a player that they really love. You know, and it's worth getting now. And I don't think Hero is that guy that you want to... You want to build around. Well, yeah. they want to build around Maxi and Embiid. Right. And then they need a third guy. Ideally, it would have been hard, but it does sound like he wants it. Right. So they need a third guy. So out of all the trades, you would think the Clippers trade is sure. the closest. Now, do you think that one would keep Philly on the same level as Milwaukee and Boston or no? Or do any of them? Would any of them keep the, keep Philly on the same? I don't think I don't think any of them would keep them on the same level. I think not, they even, would be, not even Dame. You think they would be? Uh, no, they're, they're, Dame would. Yeah, yeah, Dame would. So Dame would be the only one you think out of those trades that would that yeah, would keep. I, I, I think Sixers would be a better team with Dame than Harden for sure next year. Like mm-hmm. you just don't want the money. Now, yeah. now, do you think now do you think Philly would turn down a Dame trade? I think they would take it. Yeah, I think they would take it too. Have to, yeah. I think you'd have to too. Like putting Dame with Embiid, like you can't yeah. say no to that. You can't. No, you can't. They'd have to say yes. So then I don't know how many first round picks Philly has, but Miami I think has one, and it would be like a Hero Kyle Lowry, one or two for I think Hero Kyle Lowry one first round pick for. That's why they need a third team because I mean you can do one one first round pick. Yeah. So that's why I feel like if if Boston or Philly or somebody can convince them. Like I don't think it'll take much to 
Because if he's like not going to play, and Dame has four years left in his deal. So and there I, you go. I really just don't think anybody wants Harden. Well, I you'd agree. Want him, you'd want him because he's an expiring contract. True. Right? So Portland would want him. And if he says, I'm not playing for you, Portland, Portland's like, whatever, we're tanking anyway. Right. That's true. Um, the Clippers would want him because they're like Paul George, Kai, uh, Kawhi. Yeah, they, they want him. They they actually want him. Yeah, they 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 might be the only team in the league that actually wants Harden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any other team, it would be looked at as an expiring. So that's why like Miami's interesting. I don't. I, I haven't heard out of all the trades that I made uh, between for the Knicks too. Like Miami is the only one that kind of wasn't in any type of rumors. I just thought it was kind of a fun trade. But there you go. That's my. That's my Sixers game. I like it. I like it. I talk about the Knicks, Tommy. I have a similar game for the Knicks. God. <laughs> so, Rich, I'll talk about uh, the Knicks big free agent uh, signing first. Yeah, I would love for you to do that for our listeners who don't know anything about him. Anything about Dante uh, DiVincenzo? Yeah. Sounds like he's from Long Island, though. Is he? We're- no, I don't think. I don't think so. He sounds like he's from Long Island. He does sound like he sounds like he's from Long Island, but I don't think he is. Are we the first <laughs> podcast to report the prospect of DDV coming to the Knicks? <laughs> uh, we should have been. We had this in the works for like a month. We knew. We knew. We had our sources out there, Roland. It would, they, they were me. true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so DDV signed with the Knicks. Knicks traded Obi Toppin, which. I don't know, I don't know Rich, how, how closely you pay attention to Nick Twitter, but Nick Twitter was not happy with the Obi Toppin trade. But it's because you know, he's a New York product. He's a New York product. His dad was a New York legend. They don't feel like he, he got a proper opportunity to develop in the Knicks and, and use it to full I think that's, that's the big thing for sure because you, you use a, a top 10 pick on a guy, you expect yeah. to see him just by default of being a top 10 pick, getting like 30 plus minutes a game. For his first three seasons, no matter what. Like, that that's the expectation as a fan, in it my is, opinion. Yeah. And they didn't do it. No, I know. And, and that's probably the biggest knock. But I would say his rookie year, he was, he was, he was the favorite to win rookie of the year when the Knicks drafted him. Um, he was, like, an older rookie. He, he, I think, went four years in college. So he was, like, 21-22 when he, when he entered the league, which, uh, by NBA standards, is old for a rookie. Uh, and so he was older. And he kind of had his opportunity, but he was, and I'm not saying this is fair, but he was terrible the first two months of the season. Awful. He was awful in summer league. He was awful in training camp. He was awful to start the season. And then that was the year that Randall kind of broke out. And he kind of never really, you know, I mean, it's Tibbs too. You know, we didn't play defense. Fire Tibbs. Like, like Tibbs isn't going to trust you to play a lot of minutes if you can't defend a rebound and Obi's a terrible rebounder and he's not a good defensive player but he's fun offensively he's great offensively um but like i mean i get it it's unfortunate but then the next sign ddv which uh on day i just want to make one quick note which just blows my mind just looking at Obi. so in his rookie year was it was was tips coach rookie year yeah all three years yeah he only played over 20 minutes in two games his rookie year as a, as a top 10 pick. That blows my mind. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, a couple reasons. So I agree with you. But one, Obi was, sure not, was. Maybe. not good his rookie year. Like, he just looked lost on the court. 
Yeah, nobody um, cares, Dan. Nobody cares. Not a reason. Well, top, top 10 pick, they get played automatically. Yeah, but Randall is having an all-NBA league year. Go ahead, Dan. Move on. You already talked about that. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I get it, but, like, you know, it was kind of unfortunate. So then they signed this offseason. They signed DDV. Uh, another, uh, I don't know if you've heard, but he's, uh, he's another Villanova product, Rich. New York Wildcats. That's the right. Nova Knicks, baby. Nova Knicks. I like the sound um, of it. <laughs> the Nova Knicks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so, you know, and I think the contract is fine. DDB is, I think, a fine player. I mean, he's going to play probably. Like, the big thing that with Knicks fans is, like, where's he going to play? They don't have a backup power forward for Randall now and all this other stuff. And they have, like, a ton of guards, uh, the Knicks. But, like, I think Gardner can play the four. Hart can play the four. Like, you know, you only, I mean, I hope he only played 15 minutes a game. You really only need to find, <laughs> to find 15 minutes a game between Hart and RJ. Like, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Easily. Um, it's easy. Um, and it's a backup power forward. Like, who gives a shit? Um, and then, um, but you have DiVincenzo. So, so at the end of the season, all the Knicks were like, you know, all Knicks fans, obviously, like, we need more shooting. DiVincenzo is a very good three-point shooter. He's a solid to good defensive player. And I think he's, you know, he's like the eighth or ninth man. That's what he is. He's going to be the eighth or ninth man off the bench. Like, so he kind of solidifies their rotation. They lose Obi. It's essentially, if you look at it, it's basically they're trading Obi to sign uh, D'Vangelo. Who's be- before him on the off the bench at this point? Uh, quickly and Hart, and then probably Hart and Sign when they play different positions, but... It would be it would, those. Those would be the, the three the three guys, and then Divincenzo would be you know getting the you know that ninth spot, and he could probably play the two or the three depending on what they need. Um, and then they give him another option, you know, another shooter, another you know if quickly's hurt or if Grimes isn't feeling it, or whatever, right? So like it, I think it's another option. So I think it's solid, but I don't think it's going to have a huge impact on the on on the season. Though to be perfectly, you know, I mean. He's a nice player, right? Like, what, what big impact? I think he provides good shooting and, and solid defense, and I think he'll fit in pretty well with the Knicks. But, like, I don't think it's like a, you know, oh, shit, they got DiVincenzo type of deal, you know? So It's, it's definitely not a no-shit thing, but you never know how one player can change, you know, the oh, chemistry well, I mean, of, a, of a team and, you know, everything. Well, I mean, look, look at what happened when Josh Hart came in last year. Yeah. The Knicks became a completely different team. So and I, I think DDV can do the same thing. I think I think he can too. Uh, I think he kind of really solidifies that lineup. I think he gives him another shooter. Um, but that brings me, Rich, to my next game, my next trade game, because I think DDV is really good, and I think it's a it's a nice signing. I think it's a really solid signing by the Knicks. Um, but and it, <clears throat> I'm not going to be willing. I'm going to go on the record and saying I have I'm not the one who originated with this idea that I'm about to say. Um, so I want people right. saying that I, I copied it from anybody. Um, <laughs> so why me? Yeah. Roland. Yeah. Producer Roland. I don't know. That, I'm like the historian. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah the historian. <laughs> so, um, so Fred Katz is the beat Nick's beat reporter, uh, for, uh, for the athletic. Um, and he, at the end of the season, right, when Knicks lose to the Heat, everyone's like, Knicks need more shooting, Knicks need more shooting. Uh, because the Heat basically packed the paint against them and forced the Knicks to try to shoot three-pointers. And they, don't ha- they didn't have enough shooters. So, okay, they signed DDV, but 
like who is DD who's DDB going to play over? So like, if you look at the, and this is what Fred says all the time. Uh, and I'm going to summarize here, but last five minutes of a game that you last five minutes of a playoff game, game seven, game six against Miami. Who, who's on the floor for the Knicks? You're going to have Brunson, right? Yep. You're going to have Grimes or maybe quickly. One of the other. Quickly, quickly was hurt though at the time. He was hurt, but but you're going to have one of the two, right? You're going to have either Grimes or Quick. Oh, I, thought we were talk- I thought we were talking about in this past playoffs if they had uh, this trade in place already. Uh, just, just assuming, or let's say next year. Next year. Okay. Let's say Quickly okay. healthy. Everybody's so have, healthy. Everybody's healthy. You're going to have Brunson. You're going to have Grimes or Quickly probably. I guess DDV, but I, I have to see him play. Um, and then on the three, you're probably going to have RJ. If it's not RJ, it would be Josh Hart, but my guess is the favorite's going to be RJ right now. Then you're going to have Randall, and then you're going to have Mitch. And that's going to be your, your five closing five guys. I, I, I would argue, I think by that point in the season, EDB's going to get those crunch time minutes over RJ in, in a ton of games. I don't think so. I'm, I'm high on DDB, and I'm low Apparently, on RJ. I, I, he's not going to play over because Well, the problem is, who's going to play? Is he, let's, let's is he going to play the two? Is he playing the two then? Yeah, so that's the problem. Who's playing the two and the three? So Grimes and DDV, are you going to have two six four guys guarding like Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown? The Pacers and Celtics in the playoffs. Not, you know, not for a 12-minute stretch, but it, you know, if we're talking like a three-minute stretch where you, you need a shoot last around. Five, last, five, last five minutes, game tied, you need stops and scoring. I, I think he could play two or three of those minutes, of those last five minutes of a game. So you're just rolling the dice, hoping that he hits a couple shots, yeah, knowing think- that they're probably going to target him. Tatum is right. Maybe, so maybe it, with with that lineup though. If you're going small, maybe you you go to a zone defense at the end of the game like that. All right, All right. Tibbs is not going. Yeah, Tibbs yeah, is not going to a zone defense. That would so, that would work though in theory. I think like, but but I mean, yeah, but you're right. Tibbs is not going to go zone. Tibbs is not going to go zone. And I, if, and, he, and, if he's even the coach at that point, <laughs> if he's even the coach. But but the other piece, I, I really don't think it would be DDV that would. I, I like DDV. I don't see him playing crunch time minutes over Josh Hart or RJ. Ben. I can't. Like those are the those are the Knicks two wings. I can't see him. Like if you want to say, RJ's the one that gets benched, but Josh Hart's not getting benched. I think it would be one of the two. So because the point is right, this is what Cat says all the time. Let's say let's say you, you you're closing five right now in theory would be Brunson Grimes. RJ, Randall, and Mitch. You added shooting in DDV. You have shooting with Quickly, but Quickly and Grimes play the same position. Hart and RJ play the same position. But they're not good enough three-point shooters. So the problem is you could add three-point shooters, but you have to then make a significant change on those three guys. So for the Knicks to take the next step, he argues, is one of RJ, Randall, and Mitch need to go. That's, and I think that's so, so my trade game. You ready for my trade game? Only if it involves Randall. I came up with three trades <laughs> for the Knicks uh, that involved each of one of them. Yeah. Yep, one for each of them. Yes, one Atta for each boy. of them. <laughs> one for each of them. Um, <laughs> so same thing, Rich. Let me know who says no and, and then between the Knicks and the other team, and then let me know if you think any of these trades propels the Knicks to top three team in the East. Because right now I feel like the Knicks are in that, like, Second three tier. Would you agree? Um, I think the Knicks are in that four, five, six range more than they're in the one, two, three range. I mean, 
I would put them as the top team. If 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 the Harden thing goes sour, I would put the Knicks as the third team, but as a step below. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah top two below. teams. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um. I mean, and then if Miami gets Dame, I would probably put Miami as the third. Right. Team. That. Yeah. That obviously yeah. changes things as well. Um. But yeah, I would agree. So so basically, who says no? And then. Which uh, and then can any of these trades make the Knicks a contender in the East, where they could, where you could see them beating a Boston or a Milwaukee in, in a series? Got it. Hurry up, let's go there. All right, let's go. Trade number one. <laughs> and again, these are you know, whatever. So trade number one. Uh, Knicks trade RJ Barrett. Two first round Giannis picks. for Randall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Uh, I'm getting into it wrong. Uh, trade number one. RJ Barrett, two first-round picks for OG and Obi from the Raptors. Who says no, Rich? Uh, I think Knicks say no. You think the Knicks say no? You think it's too much? Yeah. Well, I I think I personally don't think it's it's borderline too much, but I I think a lot of people value RJ. I think a lot of Knicks fans value RJ Barrett. Yeah. You know, I so agree. I think that's that's the hold up. Like, I think OG is a better player, but Adding two pick, two first round picks. Like if it was one, I think you'd get more people on board. Well, during the trade deadline, supposedly the rumor was Toronto wanted RJ quickly and three first round picks, which is absurd. That is absurd. <laughs> it's like it's absurd. <laughs> well, actually, to be fair, during the season, RJ kind of looked like a negative asset. He didn't. He didn't look good until the playoffs. Yeah, no, the playoffs. The playoffs. He played really well. Like, like if if you're talking like the 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 second third of the se- season, like RJ was like a negative asset at that point. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, as a, so so now, do you? So you think the Knicks say no? I think the Knicks would seriously think about it. Yeah, but they would do ultimately you, say no. Do you? If the Knicks made this trade, does that propel them to contend to status in the East or no? I'd put them up there. I think I would put them up there too. I think he would fit perfectly with this team. Yeah. He's like a 40% three point shooter. He's elite defender. He's tall. He's bigger than RJ, stronger than RJ. It, it always seems like teammates like him. Like, yeah. I, think- I mean, and I think, and I know he didn't get a lot of praise, but I think Grimes is one of the best uh, defensive players of backward players last season. Like, he was phenomenal. And if you put him and OG together, I think that's really good defense. Yeah. So, so, so you know what? It's an overpay, but you know what? I'm okay with overpays in the NBA. I'm, I'm okay with overpays too. If it gets you there, like not a ridiculous. I mean, the Minnesota overpay for Rudy Gobert was awful. Yeah. That's yeah. that's like all time bad. But like I'm I'm okay with like a with like a fifty percent overpay if it's gonna get you to like I mean the Rudy Gobert like what, what the fuck did that get Minnesota? Playing game they were in the playing game before Rudy like it was terrible. Um, okay. Trade number two. Uh, Joel Embiid for... <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Embiid's not included. Don't worry. Thank God. Uh, all right. So Randall. Tommy will like this one. Or maybe not. I don't know. But maybe because it involves Randall. Randall and Fournier for Zion Williamson and Larry Nance Jr. Who says no? Nick say no. You think, I think the Nick say no, too. Too, too much risk. But Zion, I think so too. Love Zion though. Bring him on the Knicks. <laughs> I, th- I think I think Zion is uh, like 
a few months from being Greg Oden. <laughs> I know. It's too early to say that. I, I was listening to uh, some uh, interview today. He was on the Gilbert Arenas uh, podcast. And they were just like, so, you know, what are you doing with the diet? And, you know. Oh, yeah, I heard uh, he's like, oh, stuff the diet would have all this money or something. He's, he's just like, oh, I'm not worried about the diet at all. Like, you know, I'll uh, I'll be fine right before the season. I'm, I'm more doing like band work and, you know, stuff like that. Because I think that's gonna, the stuff that's going to get me uh, back on the court and keep me on the court. And everyone and their mother was just like, what the hell is wrong with this kid? Yeah, I, I, I don't think. But I think it's, to me, he, he has the potential of being a superstar. I mean, obviously, he's always hurt. So, like, you can kind of get him on a cheap, the cheap, depending on what you think of Randall. But I think the Knicks, I think the Knicks overvalue Randall, in my opinion. Oh, definitely. You overvalue him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, He's thirteen all NBA, so he's not like a scrub. But Stop I don't think thirteen all NBA. Tired twice. of hearing that argument. <laughs> twice, I sell twice. Him high all day long. I, I would. Too, if you can but... get equal value, yeah, I would do it. Are right, you ready for ready for my last trade? Do we have Evan a Fournier. No, you don't. <laughs> Evan Fournier and Mitchell Robinson and three first round picks. Oh boy, for Carl <laughs> uh, Anthony Towns. Oh God, I I hate Cat. I don't like Cat either, but I think he fits so well. Personality, I hate him, but I I feel uh, like he too. fits so well in the Knicks, just like player wise, skill set wise. Can't do two. Oh my God, needs to be three first rounds. I yeah. mean, if you could do two, what's I, what's his what's his remaining contract? How many oh, it's years? terrible. <laughs> it's awful. He, he he ends up making I think sixty million in one season. Yeah, but how uh, many years? I think he has four more years after this. Four more years, including this coming season. Mm. I think it's four. It might be five, but I think it's just, four. Just that, just that bad contract alone, I would probably minus a uh, draft pick. So who I'm, says no? I don't think he got his contract extension yet. Oh, so then does it kick in this season? So then he has five left. I think this is his last. No. Oh, no, yeah. He got, the, con- he got the contract extension, but I don't know when right. it kicked in. I thought it kicked it in last in year. It kicks in next year. Oh, it kicks in this year. So he has five more. Um, <laughs> so I haven't even started yet. Because I think it was a five-year deal, and the the last year's a player option for sixty-four million. You know, yeah, I, I knew <laughs> I knew it hit sixty at one point. So the contract is brutal. It's at not the turning end. that down. Oh no, sixty million. Um, so the contract's brutal at the end. But who says no? That, I hate. Tough, I, that's, a that's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good one. I I don't like Cat. I hate it. I agree with you. I hate his personality. But man, you could slot him in right. Right now at the Knicks, he doesn't need to offensive rebound. He just kind of sits back, guards the paint, and then he just launches like launches threes. And you have to guard him. And then you have Randall and Andre that just could attack the basket. Man, let me tell you, and having Randall and Cat on the same team, you guys would have some hated fucking. Oh my god, it would be br- <laughs> it would be brutal. Like it's almost a team that you can't root for. But I feel like if. <laughs> If the Knicks want to make the step forward, I feel like Cat is like skill set wise, perfect. Perfect. Like you couldn't pick, and like I don't think it would take too much because I think he was. I think Minnesota wants to trade him because I think him and Rudy were terrible together. Yeah. So I think you could get him if you give up enough for and I mean whatever. Like like the Knicks have I think ten first round picks in the next seven years, eleven first round picks. So it's not like that. You know they can give up three first round picks. 
Yeah, no, I, again, we talked about what this back in the Celtics days. At some point, you have to overpay because that's the only way yeah, you can get, you know. So, so, so out, of those three deal, out of those three deals, which one would you do the most? The cat one or the OG one? I think we've given up on Zion. Which OG for sure. You do OG. Not even close. But, but which one do you think gets the Knicks closer to winning a title? OG probably, or cat? Probably, probably the cat one. Probably the cat one, right? I think, I think that cat one to me is – that was interesting. Yeah, that's that's hard though. Like as a as uh, a psycho too. Again, you know, as a, like if I was a Knicks fan, that's tough because yeah, that gets you the closest, but it's also the hardest team to watch. Like uh, the, like the OJ brutal. OG trade would probably be the most satisfying. I think. Oh, totally. Like I would love like I like I would be sad to see RJ go. Blah blah blah. But you know, I wouldn't feel too bad because he's going back going back to Toronto. He's from Toronto. Like they could build the team around him and Scotty Barnes. And then you get OG, who fits into the timeline perfectly, fits exactly what they need, and it's a fun team to watch. But I don't know if they're good enough to beat Boston or, or Milwaukee that close. Cat, I think they might be good enough to win, but God, he's you're, 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 you're going to hate watching the Knicks play. Oh, I hate him. I'm going to hate Cat. I'm going to hate Randall. It's going to be Cat and Randall are going to be fighting on the side. Oh, it's going to be brutal. But I think they, they. I think if they stop fighting and get their heads on, I think skill set wise, I think they could be pretty good yeah. and, and you know what that that path too is kind of where like a lot of Sixers fans are right now like they hate watching Harden play a lot of fans yes. hate watching him yeah. but they're like god damn he he's still a really good player but really we hate watching him play like yeah he's you know, still a really good player he's still a top player and you know a top whatever 15 20 so, player so, in the league. so that would be the cat thing you know you, I know uh, what do you yeah, want to see, wins or a player you enjoy more? <laughs> I know. Uh, it's, so anyway, so that so that's my little game. Uh, I, 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 I think I think I would probably do OG as well. I think that would be. I think that would probably be my. If, if you could do RJ and like two first for OG, I think you'd do it. Tom, Tommy's doing Randall. It doesn't matter, right? <laughs> Tommy's doing Randall for literally any team that says yes. So, and, and you know what? I don't totally disagree either. Like just to see Randall gone, I, I understand. Yeah, me, me too. But I went. I wouldn't be crazy about Zion to be honest with you. I mean, he might. It might be like he finally gets out of New Orleans, and you know, he turns it around and is like a mainstay. But he kind of seems like he is done for. Well, you know, the weird thing with Zion is it's not even like like you mentioned. He hasn't played basketball in two and a half years. <laughs> I know, but it's like and, weird injuries. It's not like like so. Odin had the knee issue. Like like a yeah. lot of these guys. Like I mean, Zion last year was like a, he was out six months because he pulled his hamstring. He's got a what shoe issue and a waist issue. <laughs> like yeah. it's a freaking hamstring. You're a professional player. Like I pull my hamstring. Okay, yeah, I'll be out for six months. You pull your hamstring. Like you really gonna be out for six months? Like you, you, you're working. Like your only job, your only job, is showing up to the facility and having them work it out so that you right. can get back on the court. Like that's it. That's all you do. It. I'm like limping around the house trying to like feed the kids, get them out to school, go to yeah. go to work from you're, nine to five. Like I'm he, not paying attention like, to my hands. He's right? like in a fucking hyperbaric chamber, like <laughs> getting like fucking massages in there and shit. Like fifteen hours a day, and you and it, like that's all you're doing for six months. You can't get back on the court. So I agree. I, something's more so i don't know maybe it's the new orleans thing maybe he doesn't like being down there maybe he's milking it a little bit i have no idea um but if the knicks really want a superstar and they think that he is actually healthy i mean zion could be a cheap way to get him. 
Like you probably don't need to give up any picks. It's Randall yeah. and you know some cash. Yeah, it might be worth the risk. You know, but but yeah. So that's my low game. All right, gotta shake on. it up if you want to be great. You got you got to take chances. You can't just sit on those picks. Good, Roland. Family drama. I've talked. I've talked enough. Ooh. Tommy's done. That's the yeah. after show. Oh, that's the after show. Yeah, I think I think it's too long to be. All right, I'm... that's that's our show. Oh, Roland, what what are you drinking, real quick? I don't know if we ever did this. The good vibrations. The real cherry quick, pie. Go. Real quick. Tastes like tastes like an actual cherry pie. <laughs> like, it tastes yeah. like there's pastry in the can. It's impressive. It's like a lot for a 16 ounce. <laughs> it has like that bready, like buttery yeah, yeah, yeah. taste to oh, it. Yeah. Very weird. I wish it was a little smaller. Smaller yeah, ounces ounce is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. It sounds it sounds good, but not in a in a big boy like that. Nah. All right. Uh that's our show for this week. Richie, we know you're drinking high noon, so no one cares. And I had an Arizona peach XT. Um the Arizona peach iced tea hard is uh, still good, but I, like you, Roland, this was a tall boy, and it was a little too much, the flavor. Too much peach. Um, also, I have some Tesla complaints that I'll go through real quick. Real quick. Ooh. Ready? Ready? One, oh, two, yeah. three. All right. One. I got Your used car to... runs over black people. Wait, <laughs> why are you driving Tesla? Quick question, Shut Tommy. Shut up, Dan. Yeah. Is this is this a different model of the Tesla or same model? Same model. Uh, same model, different. Uh, so the first one was uh, range extended, I think, and this is just mm-hmm. standard. So the standard, don't even bother with it. It's not worth it. It dies after like three days. Um, two, and I'm not doing a lot of uh, a lot of driving. So summer air conditioner. Um, and that's about it. And I got to charge it up. So that's complaint number one. Don't get the standard, get the extended range. Two, oh, yeah. um, I, you know, right now, and I'm sure all of you guys have the same thing. Keys in your pocket for the car. You walk up to the car, you grab the handle, the door opens, get in the car, hit the button, and the car starts, correct? Most of you? 90%? Yes, 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 yes. yes. I'm familiar with how cars work today, yeah. Tesla, walk up to the car, open the door, no problem, get in, and then you get the beep. You got to take the key out of your pocket, put the key underneath the console, put press the brake, and that's how the car starts. So, not a big deal. Like, you think, like, oh, Tommy, that's really not that big of a deal. But getting the key out of your pocket every single time is fucking annoying. I don't like it. So, strike strike two. Um, third one. What was my third one? Oh, the back window. I feel like, like the there rear, should be the rear, the, the, re- the, the rear, rear window. window. Yeah, I feel like there should be a wiper on the back. The slope of the car uh, keeps like the water on it when it rains. So, like if it rains or just after it rains, you know how like in the morning, like you have like stuff from the trees plus like water like residue and stuff like that on it yes. like you got to run the defroster to get like a clean window in the back because it doesn't just blow off so i feel like you need like a wiper on the back window which i think is kind of weird 
Yeah. Um, and like the top, it you know the top is the window that goes all the way into the back. So, like everything from the top as you're driving just keeps going to the back. So you constantly can't see out the back window. Not a big deal, but I like to see out the back window. And um, yeah, um, I think that's it for now. Pluses are it's a surprisingly big trunk, and you have the frunk as well. Plus yes, you have the, the frunk. Plus the trunk in the back. Like I put um, Lucy's inflatable, uh, you know, swim thing in there. Uh, the stroller folded up. Uh, the beach bag, um, the cooler, and then underneath it, I put, um, oh, and then there was a chair on top, plus uh, underneath it, I had another bag. So, I mean, you fit a lot in the trunk. So, trunk space is, is actually quite nice. But that's our show for this week. Uh, <laughs> we'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening to Last Man's Opinion. And uh, for Tommy, Roland, Rich, and Dan, thank you. Save for the after show. Boom. Go ahead, Roland. Quick. Quick. We got all, we, we got all the time in the world now, Tommy. Uh, now we're in the after well, show. Roland, we, Roland, we, don't rush. But you know, Roland, would, let me let me get it. Can I get a beer first, we, Roland? We would have had more time if Dan didn't fucking stumble through his. Uh, let me talk about the trade machine. We're uh, done at ten ten, bro. That's pretty quick. That's I, pretty I quick. know, but we could have been done at nine forty five. Could have been. Could have. Should have. Would have. Guess I'll wait for Rich. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking you a see, dump. Um, <laughs>